Welcome to Let's Get Practical. This podcast is about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about what works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all the clutter and noise and getting straight to the point. And today we're talking about the myth of creating a balanced life. You've often heard that in order to be successful, you have to have a balanced life. And for a lot of us, we kind of look at like a pie chart, you know, uh, work gets this section of your life, family gets this section, spirituality or in terms of church maybe gets that section of your life. Um, and for a lot of us, we as church communicators, people in church marketing, volunteers, people on church staff, we know how hard it is to kind of create that pie and keep it even, you know, making sure church doesn't encroach on our work life, or excuse me, on our personal life. Personal life doesn't encroach on the work life. It's just, we want to keep those nice, neat type of, you know, framework, if you will, because that's how we're supposed to quote unquote, create a balanced life because that's what we've been taught. However, when you look at people who achieve high achievers, who've done big things or people who really kind of move mountains, if you will, you'll find that they don't typically have a balanced life. In fact, I say they typically have one of two things. The They have one of two methods, if you will, for creating a life that um, produces and at the same time doesn't burn them out. So the first method or the way I think that a lot of people who are high achievers do that is is very similar to what the guys at Basecamp do. And I, I'm going to call this cut the cut and dry method, which is basically this is cut and dry in terms of this is going to be this or it's going to be this. In other words, I'm going to work this amount of hours and that's it. And Basecamp is probably a good example of that because those people only work 40 hours a week. That's it. If they can do beyond 40, uh, if they have work that goes beyond 40, guess what? The work doesn't get done. That means that they maybe put too much on their plate or they're inefficient with the 40 hours they were given. But their argument is this. If I only give you 40 hours worth a week, you're only going to plan and you know that's all you've got and you cannot exceed that. You're going to find ways to work more efficiently, get rid of things that you don't need to be doing, and you'll be surprised about how much you can actually get done. Uh, studies have been shown that if you actually reduce your workday to say like a five-hour workday uh, and you say you're going to get rid of three of hours, guess what? You actually will get a lot more done in those five hours than you realize. You realize how much you actually stretch out over an eight-hour day. So for their mindset is, is you're working just these 40 hours. That's all you're working. And everything else is family time, family time, rest time, et cetera, et cetera. And in fact, during the summer, if I remember correctly, they actually take off Fridays. So you're only working like Monday through Thursday, which I know sounds really great, but that's what they do. That's how they kind of keep a quote unquote um, balanced life, but they're able to achieve a lot. Why? Because they push everything into a small amount of time, which I think is a really, really interesting way of doing things. And I've tried that before. I've tried it where I've said, look, I'm working from this time to this time. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm going to cram everything in there. Be honest with you, there's moments when that really works. I think for some people, they're wired in such a way that that's probably a really good methodology to kind of make things work for them. The other way to do it is I, I call it like the timing method. And the timing method to me really is based off of this is, is that there are moments when you're going to have crazy hours because that's what the timing requires. You know, you're gearing up for Easter. Guess what? You're going to work crazy hours the week before Easter because you've got a lot going on. You got signage, you got design work, you've got a lot of things going on. So you got to, you got to work crazy hours. But then once Easter's over, guess what? You're not going to work a lot. You're going to take maybe, you're going to work at a 20 or 30 hour week. Why? Because the week before you cranked out 60 hours. And so you're taking your time as you need it. In other words, there's projects that require a truckload of effort and there are projects that don't require a truckload of effort. And so you're going to give when you really got to give it all. And when there's times you need to, to pull the brakes and put it on the brakes and pull back a little bit, you're going to pull back a little bit. That's the method I'm, I'm usually used to in terms of creating some sort of work-life balance. I, I, I come from the event world. And so I'm used to running hard for a weekend, pulling off a tour event, and then getting back home and guess what? Crashing for a couple of days. And because of you, my body and my mind kind of works that way. I love ramping up to the event. I love doing the event. 
and I love crashing after the event's over, taking some time to myself and my family, and then ramping back up again. So for my typical work week for me is, is I go really hard Sunday through Thursday. We're going really hard. I probably average about six hours worth of sleep, um, maybe a little less, a little slightly more. And then on Friday and Saturday, guess what? I'm averaging 10 to 12 hours worth of sleep. I sleep a lot because I'm catching back up on that sleep. Health-wise, that may not be the best thing, but it works the best for me because by Sunday rolls around, I'm completely back to normal and I'm ready to go at it again. But by Thursday night, I am done. I am done with the week. I am ready to veg out. I'm ready to hang out with my kids. And just basically wipe out Friday and Saturday as my kid time. That's why I'm going to hang out with my kids and my wife. And we're just getting, they've got the, my, my full attention agenda wise, whatever they want to do. So that's what works for me. There may be some sort of hybrid there that works for you, but you've got to figure it out in terms of what works best for you and realize that this whole, you're going to work this whole life balance by everything being neatly proportioned in terms of how much you give to work, how much you give to family, how much you give to those other things is probably never really going to happen. You're going to have to figure out what works best for your situation. You're also going to have to figure out if whether or not you actually work in a healthy situation to begin with. Some of us work in situations and places by which any balance or any semblance of a life outside of church is not going to happen because guess what? That's just not the culture of the place you're working at. And if that's the case, you may want to look for some other place to work or volunteer at because if you're being asked to extend beyond yourself to where your spiritual life, your family life, and personal life just in general is suffering, this is probably not a healthy place for you to be. And you've got to have to figure out that what's right for you. And for some of us, it's taking a step back. It's getting some outside counsel, getting some friends and family to kind of look at what the current situation is and kind of speak into your life and say, hey, this is where I think you need to be. And also, and also most importantly, is spending some time in prayer, really thinking and asking God, is this really where you want me to be in this moment? Am I really overextending myself? Or is, you know, do I need to you to just give me the energy and the effort to push on because what I'm doing is the best kingdom building thing to do at the time. And the rest will come. God will give me the rest when I get to the moment when, you know, whatever it is I'm working on is completed. I don't know what your situation looks like, but that's my advice. And if you find yourself in one of those situations by which you don't feel you're fully able to um, give some sort of balance to your life, uh, maybe take a step back, spend some time in prayer and think that through. But I do know this, the idea that there's this perfect balance between work, family, spiritual, I don't know that it exists. And I think for a lot of us here, as we're getting ready to go into the Easter season, we need to recognize that there are going to be moments when we've got to work crazy days. And there's going to be moments when we got to take those crazy time back for ourselves and spend our time with our family and friends. And most importantly, God, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Let's get practical. I appreciate it. Do us a favor. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a rating. You can also get us on Spotify and Google play as well. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.